At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody wants to live shameless. Nobody wants to be judged for anything. You talking about going into the age of pleasure. Damn it, where the hell is the age of discipline? Because it's going to take discipline to get where we want to go. It's going to take discipline to get free. It's going to take discipline to transform your family. It's going to take discipline to stand up as a man, to finally do what you know is right, but you have that mind that continue to defeat you. It's going to take discipline to take care of your woman. It's going to take discipline to show up every single day and not do what you want to do, but do what you have to do. I'm 19 Keys, and this is High Level Conversation. Tap in with the guy. Invest Fest 2023. Stand on your feet. Welcome to the stage, my brother, 19 Keys. Are we low level or high level? Talk to me, culture. Are we low level or high level? We in the midst of the greatest revolution on the planet Earth. And you showed up. We ain't show up to protect the old culture. We came to push a new one forward. What will you know who you are? What will you feel from the knowledge that you receive and you execute? One that takes you from the darkest places of the planet Earth and brings you into enlightenment. How we feeling today? We're existing in a moment. First of all, I want to give thanks to all of you all who showed up today. There is no such thing as a movement without the people. And sometimes they make us forget our power. When they make us forgive our power, we give it to somebody else to tell us what our power is. But our power is having self-awareness. Our power is in the connectivity of every day when you all link up and share information and share context and do business with each other. That's empowering each other. I have a question for you today. This question must be answered in order for us to be able to take our power. Are we low level or high level? I didn't hear the ground shake. I didn't feel it yet. Are we low level or high level? Are we low level or high level? When I ask you who owns the culture, I need you to answer honestly. Who owns the culture? I say honestly. <laughs> he thought it was a trick question. Because we know that we are the battery packs of the culture. We know that they have utilized our spirit, our time, our energy, our attention, our money for centuries. 
yet we have not been the owners of the culture. Now I want you all to have a thought experiment within self. Because something that I learned about the future is that unless you are the greatest influencer over your future, the greatest controller, the greatest funder and supplier of your future, you don't control it, you don't own it. Oftentimes we are asked about the future and we are left to think about somebody else's plans for it because we don't have any plans for it. When you think of the future, it makes you think bigger. If somebody told you that, listen, I need you to put together an event, you only got one week. Well, you can't think too big because you have to think about the resources you have now to get something done. But if I told you, man, you got two years to get this done, I need you to start planning. All of a sudden, you start thinking big. You start thinking you could do anything, especially if you're out of funds. But unfortunately, we've been stuck in a survival mode, not being the greatest controllers of our time. So when we think about planning, we think small because we don't think we have that much time. So the moment that I need you all to take in today is to ask yourself, what does the future look like in 10 years? Who are the greatest influencers over our future? If you don't have a thought of yourself being at the forefront, controlling your opportunities, controlling your wealth, and controlling your power, then you are a slave to the future that somebody has planned for you. We exist in the greatest moment on this planet Earth. That's living in the now. But when you're stuck in the now and you don't know how to project yourself far out, then you get what they call future shock. Future shock when things are changing so much, you get disoriented. You start to be stressed and have anxiety. How many people have experienced anxiety over the last couple of years? People that probably never experienced them before, all of a sudden they can't think because every single week, the world changes. One week is AI, the next week is aliens. Next week, Trump getting arrested. The world changes so fast, you don't have time to process the new shift that comes in. So therefore, you don't have power and control over, well, how am I going to intake this? What am I going to do with it? And we're stuck in a culture of what's called fast consumption. We consume things so fast, as soon as the album come out, we're thinking about the next album coming out. Because we're stuck in survival mode, waiting to be stimulated by the next thing. How many people in here watch High Level Conversations? I didn't do High Level Conversations as a podcast. I guess that's why they don't put me on their list when they talk about the top 10. Even though I don't care what network they talking about, we got bigger numbers and we got bigger conversations. Because when we put our high-level conversations, I didn't think about fast consumption. We made them two to three hours long. They said, man, nobody want to hear no high-level conversation that long. I said, shit. They don't want to hear you talk for that long. But if you give the right platform to the right mind that was born at the right time, it's a great idea. The problem is all they gave us was entertainment. So they thought that's all we wanted. So I said, no. Nah. We are in different wars that's going on today. We got media wars, attention wars, currency wars, AI wars, trade wars, more wars, gender wars. I always, well, don't say yes for that one. I always say as long as you're still attracted to women, can't be no gender war. As long as women still attracted to men, it ain't no gender war. 
we got to have a war to fight for the family, not a war to keep the family divided. See, I need y'all to really clap for that. I need y'all to really stand up for that. Because without family, we ain't got no damn wealth. I don't care what you build as an individual. Who you going to pass it down to? Who you going to spread those ideas into the next generation where we ain't just controlling space, but we controlling time to where if I put it in this child, then he takes it for the next decade or two. And then we continue to build. Because we can't talk assets unless we got family. That's the greatest asset of our culture. That's the greatest backbone of any society that they build from. They take the ideas and they impregnate it with the youth and then the youth becomes the birth of those ideas into reality. So I need everybody to stand up. Everybody to stand up. Because what this represents that we are standing up for our families. This is representing that we're working on healing the bonds and reconnecting our communities to come back together. This is saying that I'm not going to be stuck in binding over trauma. No, let's bind over healing. See, I know y'all not ready for that because they taught you that your power is in your separation. Your power is being independent of each other. I'm here to tell you that your power is being interdependent of each other. We can't celebrate Black Wall Street where there was family, there was enterprise, they was working together as a community, and then go do the opposite and talk about progress. That ain't no progress. That's slowing us down. That's devaluating our crowns. I'm here to tell you the only power that you have is when you black man, you black woman look at each other and say, we partners. Make sure you tap in and go to Crowns 19 and crown yourself. I'm 19 Keys, the designer of crowns, and I want to see you get crowned. Tap in. Now, I know I came up here looking like a Nobel drip prize. Because I know I can't get your attention, right? Unless I'm up here looking good. So I, did I do my job today? Well, Y'all was louder than when I said get up for family. Okay, I must have done did something right. So today I want to talk to you all about this revolution we got going on. Because as we talk about the future, and you all can sit down. As we talk about the future, we have to think about what is our control mechanisms. We have AI, artificial intelligence, artificial insemination, artificial ingredients, and now we got the new AI everybody worried about, the alien invasions. All of these things don't matter unless we have power over them. So the question today is not just, where are we? Because I asked my students this question, where are you? Because unless you know where are you, a GPS can give you directions. So you have to know where are you in life? Are you in the vision stage where you're still experimenting, trying to figure it out, and you need a vision that will set you on a journey to develop your skills? Are you in the developing stage where you know what your vision is? Now you're developing to become the person that can bring the vision outward into reality. 
or are you in the building stage where you became that person, now you have to put in the intensity of work to bring it forth into reality. Then you have to understand when you are. We are in a great transition. The great transition is us going from different ages, from analog age to digital age to the artificial intelligent age. And when you can identify when you are, now you know how to take the opportunities. If our forefathers, if our ancestors, if our parents knew and can identify when they were, then they can build their business models based off identifying the time that they're in. So for us being in the transition phase, you see people fighting for their rights. Everybody wants reparations today. Not just black people. They got the SAG strike out there. They want their reparations because they believe that institutions have treated them wrong. And there's not enough money flowing around and prices are too high for people to continue to ignore being robbed. Then you see what just happened. The UPS workers went on strike and became richer than everybody. Black people still ain't get cut no check. But this is a time of dissatisfaction. And dissatisfaction brings out 100% change. See, there's a mindset that has been cultivated amongst the people of demoralization. The demoralization of the culture happens when you no longer have the values and the principles at the forefront. I can ask a person, what's your top five rappers? And we have that conversation all day long. I have it. But if I ask you about your top five core values, you probably couldn't list them off in rapid speed. But if what you do is not connected to the values of who you are, then how you know you're in line with that God self? See, we always talk about our plans as individuals, what you're going to do. I came on this stage and I was like, what do I want to say? And I had to correct myself. The question became, what does God want me to say? We have a spiritually dry culture. The disconnection from God is at an all-time high. Because man was taught he has free will, but now this, this rebellious culture is, I'm going to do whatever I want to do, shamelessly, judgment-free. We can get funded for death, pimping, prostitution, faster than we can, pushing out an economic revolution. And that's because one continues to feed you into the cycle of somebody mastering your energy. See, when the influencer thing came out, they tried to demean you by you having influence because they gave you tools because access is the new wealth. Now they gave you resources that democratize access to tools that only the wealthy had at first. So they say, oh, you're just an influencer. Not knowing that if you look at a town, a town has 1 to 20,000 people. So if you have influence over 1 to 20,000 people, you could down there be a mayor. If you have influence over 100 to 200,000 to a million people, you can be a governor. They say there's 20,000 people here. If 20,000 people make the average of $30,000, how much money is that? Think about that for a second. I'm going to let y'all calculate and come back to that. Because what we don't realize is that we have the power over billions. America is in a downfall spiral, losing its power as the greatest influencer over the world. But they understand that their influence came from our culture, so they had to make sure that they regulated you and let you never know your power. 
So therefore, they never had to pay you what you worth. So they said, oh, you just a little influence, I'll give you $500. Whole time, you have influence over billions of dollars. Whole time, when you put out music, it influences the spending power of the world, not just your culture. So if 100,000 people got $30,000, that's $3 billion. If the average person is spending four to $5,000 on clothing per year, they're paying you so that they can get into your influence fear because you have the attention of the people that they want to consume their product and then they pay you pennies. So you now have to be a community organizer. It ain't about utilizing their platform while they take advantage of you. It's about you building a community so you can have control over their influence. The only thing America can do, in my eyes, if America wants to be that great superpower again, they have to give the money to the influencers. Black men, unfortunately, raise your hand if you're a black man. Unfortunately, these brothers that raise their hand, we fall into a statistical category of having the worst stats of anybody throughout America when it comes to health, when it comes to heart disease, when it comes to cancer, gun violence, poverty. We only rank number two in one category, and that's suicide, because they don't grade us as the slow suicide we go through to where we do the things that start to kill us. We join things that know is eventually going to kill us. But there's no empathy for us. So we learn how to be resilient. We learn how to fight. We learn how not to show emotion. We learn how to be creative and innovative in every capacity. I don't remember the last time I seen a fund that was specifically for black men and the advancement of you. Never, ever ask yourself why. Because they know once you get the power, you don't need them. Once you have the power, you can control. I went to Ghana, shout out to my Africans in the building. I went to Ghana and Ghana was the first time to where I felt true safety as a black man, ever. And I didn't even know that level of safety even existed. But what I realized is that even when we start to get money, even when you build a platform, you have to be even more defensive. Now you're worrying about somebody wanting to take what you got. Somebody wanting to dethrone you from your spot. So we never feel safety, we always on edge. So when you're not safe, you can't properly think about the future to where you can't broaden your horizon and awareness. When I went out there, I experienced what they call glimmers. Glimmers is when you start to feel safety and joy and peace and relaxation and anything that reminds you of that. In our culture, unfortunately, all we experience is triggers. Things that make us feel unsafe. Things that give us anxiety. So when we seen what happened in Alabama, that was an example of a glimmer. When that brother took that chair and when the other brother swam over there, that was a glimmer. It made us feel good, didn't it? We need more glimmers, because all we do is share triggers. When people watch high-level conversation, it gives them a glimmer. It gives them hope of the future. It makes them think expansive. Now they have exposure, and that can't be taken away, because usually those type of conversations you're afraid to have with people, because of how they go judge you. So you don't feel safe being high-level. As we go through this artificial intelligent age, I want to give y'all some game on this. How many people in here use ChatGPT? Okay. 
How many people in here use Bard? How many people in here use Claw.ai? See, the way I look at it, when we talk about fast consumption, the unfortunate reality is we can get the greatest technological tool in our pocket. We can zoom it so fast and put it down. How many people picked up ChatGPT and then maybe two weeks later they was done with it? Fast consumption. If somebody from another era was given the same tools that you have, that's all they would need to build an empire. But today we go through blockchain, we go through NFTs, oh, it's just a little block, it's just a little art bubble. We never thought about the digital infrastructure that was trying to give ownership to the average person. We go through cryptocurrency and only think about the capitalist side of it. We never actually think about the side to where we're saying that, okay, we can utilize this so if CBDCs come, and the government want to implement CBDCs and do the same thing that they did in Nigeria, where they have a coin that they control. So if you have a social credit score and you do something that's not aligned with their ethics and their agenda, then they can say, you can't shop at this place. You can't do business with so-and-so. This is something that everybody here needs to be putting 10,000 hours in. Because it's dangerous, but it also can be a tool that you can utilize. Because my formula for AI is AI plus NI equals EI, and that's natural intelligence, plus artificial intelligence equals enhanced intelligence. But it works better if you're already smart. So if I tell you I got the smartest people in the world for you that's going to do research, I got the smartest people in the world for you that are going to help you build your product, they're going to analyze your data, they're going to take you and they're going to sift through it and they're going to give you a psychological reading of where you're at right now and what you can improve. This is your team. Now it's going to be your job to give them instructions. Now, if you don't have intelligence in those areas, you don't know what the hell to tell them. You go look at them and ask them, you tell me what to do. And at that point, when AI tells you what to do, then it is your influencer. It is your master. And the reason that this is dangerous is because if we think in 10 years ahead in the future, the type of programs that they're developing now will be completely about surveilling you, controlling you, and creating algorithms on your data. Right now, I can, I can write after this speech if I wanted to. I can take this and put it into an AI called Descript. It will send me a script, and then I can use Minichat. Y'all will DM me, and then we'll send you a script of it in an ebook form. Ten minutes when I'm done. But at first, if I had to hire somebody to do that, it would cost me not only money, but it would cost me time. So now they couldn't get it done in one hour. And they definitely couldn't send it to thousands of people in that quickness. But today you have that sort of resource, but what I see lacking today is the creativity. The smart people build it. It's about how you use it. See, if you have knowledge and you don't use it, then you're still ignorant. If your lights are off at your house and you pay the bills, but all the life switches are off, until you actually go click that switch and put motion and energy and activate that light, you're still in the dark. So there are many people who have the light of knowledge, but they live in darkness because they don't execute. This is the time of the master builders, not those who have master knowledge. Why? Because now we have the tools to execute and put that knowledge into play. This is the great evolution and the great transition, but what will you be doing for the next 10 years? I don't care about next year and the year after that. I'm talking about the next 10, 20, because it broadens the way you think, and you think more empathetic on how you're going to affect the world. So I go into ChatGPT, and they got a thing where you can customize instructions. I tell them, hey, I'm 19 Keys, the highest level of drip wearing is the culture. I'm a thought leader. 
and I want you to customize all of your instructions so that every time you talk to me, it's helping me build my empire. So every time that I feed it data, it's making sure that it bullets and points it so that it's like my great researcher. Except ChatGPT is the worst for research because sometimes it just make up stuff. So instead, I can take a whole document and I can put that into Claude AI, an AI that most people don't know about that is made by a company called Arrhythmic. So I can take that D script and I can upload the whole entire link for that script because it has what you call more tokens. A token is the equivalent of four words when you type in a prompt. A prompt is the command that you give to the AI when you want it to do something. Are y'all following along with me? So if I say, I have a business question, you go to your AI. You say, AI, I'm a new business owner. Because you go to your settings and you put in the custom instructions. You say, I'm a new business owner. And as a new business owner, I don't have that much knowledge of business. So every time I ask you a question, I want you to answer this question based on the type of business you have. And it will save those instructions so that it's like your mentor coaching you through it. But AI is better, the chat GPT is better for reasoning. So sometimes it makes up things because it's also creative. So that's when you go to BARD AI and they have what they call an AI constitution. This constitution means that it can't go over certain ethical lines. You can't say, you know, how can I be better than 19 keys? They go say that's unethical and impossible. They go tell you to think more realistic, just ask how can you be yourself. So I go to the Claude AI and then I can upload documents and I take those documents and I say, okay, what are the main subjects, the quotes? What is the research that the author have used? Because it scrapes the internet in real time. Now they have plugins on ChatGPT you can use that, but Claude AI already has it built in. So now you have a master researcher in your pocket. You can get everything edited in seconds. So when you give a person time, you're giving them resources, which means you're giving them wealth. So this has been one of the greatest wealth transfers just based on the type of technology that you have access to. Then you can go to Bar AI. You can take all of the notes, whether you scribble them on a paper, and you can upload pictures. It can take those pictures and say, take this data, and I need you to break it down like a third grader so I can understand what the hell 19 Keys was talking about. It will take that data, it will break it down. You can take it and you can give a picture of your website and you say, I need you to analyze this to see if I can get faster checkout, to see what am I doing wrong. I need you to analyze this based on some of the top websites in my industry that's getting way more traffic and way more sales. So now you have a whole team in your pocket, but the way we've been stuck in fast consumption doesn't allow us to get the true value out of something. We get it to be stimulated for a moment because they have demoralized us to where all we think is from our lower nature. Can I get a little money? Can I get a feeling from this? Because when you are unhealed, you're not focused. So we're not just talking about artificial intelligence because I got to give you the higher level on that. But when we're talking about having the ability to heal yourself, having the ability to properly breathe, so when you do sit down, you're disciplined into your stillness because you have a vision that you're about to give birth to. But if you don't have a vision, if you don't... What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. 
Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you have anything inside self, I can give you the greatest tools on the planet Earth, and you're going to do nothing because you have nothing. But when you have something, and I give you the tools, and I give you the resources, you can take over the planet Earth. And that's the time we're living in. We are living in a time where I had a brother put together this AI script from mid-journey. Now you can type in something and it gives you B-roll, which are videos that you can play just by typing in a sentence. What are your excuses is the question I have. That's the question. What are your excuses? Why aren't you executing more? It's because they keep you trapped in a contraption of attention. So when we fighting for attention and try to give you education, we say, okay, Sun Tzu said, fighting the war, the best way is to not shed blood. So we'll just merge them and bring them together, and that's when you get an invest fest. That's when you get high-level conversations. The reason why high-level conversations is able to do better than 99% of the podcasts out there, 99% of the shows out there, is because we did our research first. We understand that intention span is shortening and shortening. And I'm going to give you all some game because I want to see the next generation of creators I want to see the next generation of thought leaders that come from this. Because this moment is just not about sitting here. This moment is what ripples from being here. This moment is looking at this and saying that we talked about having us a Black Wall Street for so long, but the Black Wall Street exists in your businesses. They exist in your ideas. They exist in every transaction that you make with each other. Because it's not just enough to have financial literacy. We need economic literacy because we don't just want to build our finances. We want to build our economics. We want to build our family. Peace family is 19 keys. We back for another 19 minutes. 19 minutes. 19 minutes. That only happened when I get a service. What's happening with your God, man? Bless God. Expect this duo. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, kid? Oh, my God. How you doing? Good, man. Right. Oh, my God. Thank you. No, for real, man. You gotta hold this shit down, bro. Yes, yeah, sir. For real. You, you bouncing around Africa and shit. I'm like, man, 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 we gotta demonstrate. Bro, what's up, man? Yeah, I gotta get you on. That's what I was just talking about getting y'all yeah, on. We definitely gotta work that out. Yeah, 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 let's do it. We gotta do it. I love the transition, man. I love the, I love the growth, man. I love the maturity of everything you're doing. I see the intentionality of what you're building and taking it from what you built and what you're leveraging and you know taking it to a different mindset you know what what the legacy gonna be built off yeah, of that's all we got bro and, and like and likewise you know I, I i respect the way you're going about it you know what i'm saying because you're standing you're standing solid on it I respect that shit. You he, see it, he, you he gonna stand. Right. Yeah. He ain't bold. <laughs> yeah. Nah, man. Where you originally from? Oakland. What? Yeah. yeah. Tell me about it. Man, you know, I, that's a lot to tell. I got a lot of stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give, me, give me the short version, though. Like. 
It's so I grew up in Oakland and St. Louis, so I got the the worst of both worlds. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So in Oakland, that's where I got my militant Muslim side from. St. Louis is where we got the streets. Got it. You know what I mean? So my first time listening to Trap and Die documentary on the south side of St. Louis when we was actually in the streets. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I grew up under a Muslim fold, but these Muslims was a little different, right? So at that particular time, you know. They were owners, right? So they had a, a whole EMF service. They had bakeries, security services, schools. So I seen black men with money at an early age. We riding through an all-black motorcades. You know what I mean? You would think it was BMF, but instead it's the black Muslims. That's how we moved in Oakland. So it's like, for me, my paradigm was different growing up in it. And then being in the streets, they give me a different experience to have empathy because I can wear many different crowns because I done been on both sides of it. So now, you know, I, I feel like my experiences that I have are very unique that right. just make me who I am. I agree. So that's why it ain't no folding. Right. I was only made one way, right. <laughs> and that's to do but, this. But the way you get it off, though, is it, it makes sense because for you to be from Oakland mm -hmm. and then you to have that, it, co it, it comes across to us like fresh. Yeah, yeah. New. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just yeah, like, definitely. Oh, you know I mean, tell you know what what I mean? like the, the <laughs> new modern day mob. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to emulate something. It's in me, so I got to do it my way, though. You feel me? Like I think a lot of people they pick it up and they say, okay, if I'm gonna do this, I need to do it like them. Right. You can't do it like them because they had to do it like them for their time. Right. You know what I mean? The only way it's sustainable if you do it your way. Yeah. Right. Right. So a lot of people they ain't like it in the beginning, but can't argue with results. So, so as you going around and you doing like these, these, uh, these, these, these speaking engagements, mm -hmm. these, these just different. So for me, it's like it's different lectures, it's different topics. Okay. Right. So we we get the cover. I always started speaking on all the things I'm interested in. I never right. niche myself. Right. So therefore, I might talk about spirituality, and we might talk about business. Right. right. Then we might talk about masculine. We might talk about the streets. We might talk about hip hop, because all of these things, I'm the full spectrum. Right. right, so we wanted to do the tour in a way where I'm like, no, give me the theaters. I want to prove that we can sell these out. So it's like it's a new archetype around. Right, so now we've proven that theater model. We've proven the brand can go tour. So now a person can't have excuses. So we're right. like, no, we didn't demonstrated everything, right. and everything is self-funded. Right. What's what's next though? Next, man, we got a lot of different things. So I really want to continue to bid out this media side. Okay, I want to. We got some things called high level land coming. We got books coming, of course, that's already here, but it's about duplication, so we globalizing the brand. Okay. So we're gonna have different branches in different cities, especially on the media side, right? The other stuff, we already got different businesses that we do, but I really wanna take over media because I believe the way that we can do it to be done in a way that ain't never been done. Yeah, because it is, it, I mean, you, you got the right idea because, you know, back then the brothers had to pass out flies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. What you're doing now is like, click, click. Yeah. Man, I used to think about that, like, <laughs> you can go knock on a thousand doors <laughs> and you can make one post and reach a thousand okay, people. So you see I hit you earlier. I'm about efficiency. Yeah. I want to be effective no, I've been, I've been, my I've been talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying to you earlier, like, gotta, yo, we got to go viral today. You right, know what I mean? Right, Just right. stuff. What's some joint chewy tips with you? that you're saying and no, yo, I'm gonna say this, this thing will go viral. Cause now Jesus doing a lot of speaking. I don't really have a, a specific way in that particular capacity, especially now. I think maybe earlier on it was maybe some tactics. Yeah, now it's more organic. Yeah, 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 I don't, I don't even talk about it. I know organic, but you know certain you, things. You know what you know, it's like, like when I drop. When I home. develop a like, if I develop a passionate stance on something, yeah. I know in that moment if I record this and say it to the world, it's gonna go. Yeah, you know what I mean? Saying. So for yeah. me, it's only operating when I'm actually passionate. Yeah. 
versus when the algorithm tell me to move. It's, it's, all, it's all on the interviews, big dog. You yeah. know, I got this shit in me. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's too much fast consumption, man. What's the right question? When you create a classic, like what you did, you create a classic. What 50 did, they created classics, right? So you can tour on that. Yeah, right. Everybody doing fast consumption. You creating something for the moment. You ain't thinking about the future. I think about the future with everything. So not just my perspective, but your perspective. So when you engage and you engage, everybody can get a level of value. But then from a time perspective, I don't just want this space now. I want time for the next decade or two. So somebody engages with it years from now, they go look at this picture, this moment this video, they can get the same energy that somebody that lived in it at that moment. That's what it's about, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you came through the island. Yeah, man. man. Anything, too, man. anything I could do on my end, bro, I'm here. Definitely. And I'm, and I'm, I'm giving you flowers, bro. I'm proud of you, man. Well, I appreciate this guy it. here, too. Yes, yeah. This guy here, too, man. It's yeah, coolest yeah. guy in the world right here, man. How y'all feeling? So there's something I call elements. Now, you can copy the blueprint, but the mind of the architect is always the originator. Remember that. So elements or eventually, essentially, when you put together a business or you put together a, uh, a podcast or a show, I make sure that throughout the video, because they have something on YouTube called chapters. Chapters are where the AI goes and reads your video, and then they tell you about the different points in the videos that's being made. So if you got 30 different subjects in a video, it will break it down into those subjects. So, so when a person goes to your video, they can automatically find the point that they're looking for. So I make sure that every single video has at least 19 elements because that's my number. So you might get in a video and they look at the thumbnail and the thumbnail may have drove you here, but 10 minutes in a video, you realize that this is way more than why you came here. You may look at the caption and be like, damn, this caption, they talking about business. They talking about spirituality and the cosmos. Ten minutes in, we may have hit you with some business information. So that's one element. One element is the thumbnail. One element is the caption. The other elements are the subject. Another element is myself as a thought leader. Another element is the guest. But we never made our conversations based on the guest. We made them all based on the topic. So no matter who I had on there, that did not matter. It's about what you're learning once you get in there. So even if you make it all the way to the last 10, the last 10 minutes, the last 20 minutes, we didn't switch into a whole new dimension of conversation. So now you're constantly being stimulated throughout the whole entire episode. Some of you are, unfortunately, because you're stuck in the fast consumption, you make the whole entire video just for the clips. Then you post the only clip that was worthy of watching in the whole video on social media. So therefore, the clip gets a million views. The commercial goes platinum. But the actual movie, that goes dust. So what I want to see as well is you experimenting with more topics because you keep trying to serve people the same low-level conversations that everybody else is having. How many people are tired of relationship podcasts? No disrespect to relationship podcasts. But what I'm saying is, shout out to my brother. <laughs> Bad relationship podcast. <laughs> because the problem is, is that when you unheal, you're looking for something to validate your problems and issues, so you go watch it. But all it's doing is re-triggering you, making it worse. So when you go watch something that's actually giving you solutions, now you start to make progress and get bitter. And get better, not bitter. 
So for me, giving that game is thinking about how to implement that, because sometimes I take a conversation to understand which clips I want to put out, I'll put it in Descript and I'll ask for a psychological breakdown of each speaker. So now I know which clips to go on. But unfortunately, when you only do things for polarization and virality, you will lose. When you do things to create a classic, meaning something that's going to last throughout the test of time, it's the reason why 50 Cent can tour and some of the new rappers can't fill up a theater. But we're entering a new age, because I went on tour, EYL went on tour, my brother Walshie Trapper went on tour, and we was able to get thousands of people. That means that we're entering into a new age where people are finding time to put value into things that are more meaningful. Because at first this wasn't possible. How many people in here see who cloned Tyrone? One of the most important parts of that movie was not just about who they cloned, it was about who they didn't clone. Because they know that if they duplicate certain people, then it's going to automatically create a change in the culture, and they're not going to be able to control you. They're not going to be able to duplicate you. So damn, they don't want to see another 19 Keys. They don't want to see another Rashad. They don't want to see another Troy. They don't want to see another one of you sitting in these stands, getting this knowledge, changing the dynamics of your family. We are first-generation curse breakers. That means that we weren't born with money. We wasn't given a position. That means we got to figure it out. This culture is immature. It means that you have to allow time for it to become what it's going to become in the future. Otherwise, we are stuck killing the messengers. Otherwise, we are stuck killing the future before it actually gets to a point where we can go through the flaws, we can go through the mistakes, then you fail forward, and now you know how to be great. But unfortunately, as soon as we see somebody great, we start research, investigating how to destroy them, how to take them down. Why? Because we're stuck in the survival mode. So we're afraid that the same thing is going to happen. So we end up producing a self-fulfilling prophecy, reverse engineering the bad thing that we think is going to happen and making it going to happen because that's the only vision we have in our mind. So when I tell you to think about the future, I'm telling you to dictate the future. Think about how AI is going to be used. You do have power. That's the one thing that they don't want you to know, is you have the power on where you spend your time, because we all have a time budget, where you spend your money, where you spend your energy, and the attitudes you have throughout life. That's your team. I look at wealth as wisdom, energy, attitude, love, time, and health. But one thing that we don't know about is the true wealth. Because if you have money but you're depressed, you're not wealthy. I know men that have millions, but how many people done committed suicide, but they was rich? So unfortunately, we can't just push our community to go get money. We have to teach them the spiritual assets within self. Because confidence is worth more than money. Your network is worth more than money. Your ability to communicate, it can be worth more than money. Your soul can't be bought. The value of a soul is another soul. So anything somebody gives you for your soul have already degraded you and devalued you. And anytime you do something that goes against your values, you are selling your soul. And I need us to understand this because I see people selling their soul every single day for cheap trinkets that don't matter. So when we're talking about true wealth, I started building myself up. I say start to grade yourself. You have wealth in assets and then anything else is a liability as my brothers say. So if you have confidence, that's an asset. You have speak, that's an asset, meaning you can communicate. 
You have a network, that's an asset. But if you depress, you stress, you have anxiety, you have insecurities, you will end up spending all of your money to try to decrease your liabilities. So I would rather you already have joy, already have peace, already have happiness. And they don't want to see you do that because it's going to steal the consumer base. Because they know that you also have the power to control your spending. So if you're not happy, you're going to overeat. If you're not happy, you're going to overspend. You're going to put it in the industries that control you and manipulate you because they know that you are unhealed people. So we have to do the shadow work. We have to do the work where we go into that part of ourselves we ashamed to show the world. And then we put light and expose ourselves so that we can get better. So that when we're talking about our assets versus our liabilities, we're not talking about just our money, we're talking about our soul. We're talking about our spiritual power. Today we have all this power over media. Each one of you can pick up your phone and blast out a message. But unfortunately, black media is not getting part of that $400 billion that's being spent. So when you see us cultivating these platforms, when you see us building these things, it's your job to be the sponsor. It's your job to be like, you know what, I like that podcast, it's got 20,000 views. Okay, 20,000 people times 30,000, what's the average budget of a person? If I pay them, then I can get my, I can get my product in front of more people. But how many of you all constantly think about being an investor in black America? Because if nobody, when we look at the cap table and we look at the amount of black businesses funded, they said it's 1.7% out of the trillions of dollars that go to businesses. So they get funded for just ideas. We have execution and still can't get in funding. And they play us by talking about we got diversity. Diverse for who? You ain't got nobody like 19 Keys getting none of that budget. You ain't got the diversity of the true culture. They give us these buzzwords so they can control the type of people that they invest in. But we no longer go accept that. But first, we got to stop accepting it from each other. The moment, how many people hit up EYL, I'm like, listen, I got a budget for ad and spending. I want to get on your platform. I want to make sure that I'm putting money into this type of media so that as long as you grow, then I grow so that I can reach more people. Because if you have a business and you ain't got no attention, you can't sell to nobody. So I want us to be accountable because accountability has been lost. Everybody wants to live shameless. Nobody wants to be judged for anything. You talking about going into the age of pleasure. Damn it, where the hell is the age of discipline? Because it's going to take discipline to get where we want to go. It's going to take discipline to get free. It's going to take discipline to transform your family. It's going to take discipline to stand up as a man, to finally do what you know is right, but you have that mind that continues to defeat you. It's going to take discipline to take care of your woman. It's going to take discipline to show up every single day and not do what you want to do, but do what you have to do. We don't want to preserve that old culture. We're done with the old gatekeepers. We're done with those people taking our rappers and entertainers, giving us a contract that is the new noose, hanging them because they was ignorant, didn't know how to read and write, because they weren't financially literate. This is the movement of our decade. This is the movement of our time. This is the movement where the enlightened minds, the spiritual minds, the conscious minds, the God minds, we stand up. We take our time. We own our time. We own the industries, and we become assets to each other. No longer liabilities of this very culture we talking about, we trying to save. Everybody stand up. This is the time when we go high level. When you walk out that door, talk to somebody. Ask, can I help you? When you're in that corporate position and you know you have power over funding, reach out to somebody. Connect with that team to make sure that we are getting a piece of that pie. Because when we're talking about 10, 20 years, most of us are affected by something that happened in our childhood. 
not something that happened yesterday. You're only reacting because of something that happened in the childhood. Most of us are affected by someone that inspired us 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 50 years ago. So what you do matters when you're talking about the future. Are we low level or high level? Are we low level or high level? Are we going to be the slaves or masters of this next industry? Are we going to be the slaves or masters of the next economy? Are we going to be the biggest influencers or the slaves of the future? I know that was a lot to put in this sentence, huh? <laughs> Family, I love y'all. I don't want everybody to take this oath to continue to stay high level. I want y'all to meet me at booth 411. I have so much more to go through, but it's always what I want to say and then it's what God wants me to say. And I want you to think about that in your life. There's what you want to do and then it's what God wants you to do. And that's going to change your plans. Because what you want to do is selfish. What God wants you want to do changes the world. So think about what God wants you want to do. Stop being selfish. Stop being afraid. Because when you make a commitment towards God, you become fearless and you become free. Let's stay high level. Let's stay high level forever. Peace, family. I'm 19 Keys, and I can't wait to see y'all invest in the culture. Take the energy that you have and go out there and disrupt the world. Every generation, there exists tools to change the lives of those at the bottom class and at the top. These tools are things like the internet, or the printing press, or the light bulb. It represents innovation, paradigm shifts for generations to come. Those who have the education are able to take full advantage of the innovation by setting themselves up as the industry leaders, the most qualified and skilled, so they can teach the world what's to come because they are the ones that build it. It's starting to feel like even though we have access to all this information, most people still don't know how to use it. It's like the world is getting tested, but you need a cheat code in order to make sure that you pass it. People feel like the algorithm is against us. Well, what if I told you that we built the algorithm that was for you? In the block world order, it's about technology, it's about community, and it's about education. And giving you the opportunity to free yourself to make sure that you're not waiting on the next generation and the next tool and the next technology and the next update to be free. You come on this journey and this ride with us, we'll make sure that you grow with us, you build with us in a manner to where you won't be left behind. There's perfection, and then there's greatness. Perfection is the state you reach, but it can never be consistent because the moment that you move is no longer in that same perfect state. Your goal is to reach greatness, but I want greatness to be normalized. I don't want it to be something that only this 1% have access to. This new 1% that runs parallel to it are those who understand how to innately tap into their gifts. See, I look at the way that the world has been created and the way that the world is consistently being ran. When you have monarchies, they can just tell you that their bloodline is more world than everybody else. They create rules, they create seals, they put it on paper, and the rest of the world starts to follow that forever. Now that's power. It's not perfect, but it's great. Now we got new systems, blockchain. These systems sit there to challenge the existing systems, where new seals, new families, new records, new history can be created. But 
What does that matter if you're not educated and you're consistently distracted? They said because of social media, this new technology, it has actually made people more distracted and less focused. So therefore, they say the average person can only focus somewhere around seven to 10 seconds. <laughs> now for me, I think that's terrible. The reason I think it's terrible because we have access to more information than any other people at any other point in time, yet. We don't know what's right, what's wrong, what's good, what's bad, what's value, and what's bull. So it's not about just having information, it's about the curation of information. Who's bringing it to you? Who can cipher it? What type of community and environment that you are in? Because growth comes from the three E's, education, exposure, and experience. See, if you can curate your education, then you can make sure that you're not just getting new knowledge, you're getting valuable knowledge that's actually applicable to your freedom and your power. You understand me? Now, the exposure is your environment because everything that you observe, you see, you feel, you hear, you become the embodiment, you vibrate at that rate. So if you're not surrounded by wealth, how can you ever vibrate, magnify, magnetize, and attract it to your reality? I was talking to my brother Idris Sandu the other day, and we were talking about the difference between manifestors and alchemists. See, some people, they can drop a thought, draw it into their universe, and build wealth and attract the right things to them. And other people, they work with what they have to be able to produce it, regardless of where they are. See, some people, you have to understand whether you're a generator or you're a manifestor and understanding your human design and your blueprint. Therefore, it gives you the right mindset. So when I say 80% mindset, 20% skill set, I mean that. But see, if you don't have the right mindset, you can't develop the right skill set. Most of you, I took courses in education and financial literacy, but when you look in your environment, you don't feel no financial liberation. We want to liberate you by helping you change the way that you think and giving you access to new education, technology, and tools that can help you enhance and give you an edge in the marketplace. You go try to try a test today in school or you can got out of high school and they tell you to take this test, you won't feel so confident. Whether it's social studies, mathematics, geography, no matter what it is. But if they tell you we'll give you the cheat codes, everybody feel like they go pass it. And see, back in the day, teaching each other and giving each other the answers, they said it was cheating, they said it was wrong. But I'm here to tell you it's no longer wrong. I want to teach you how to cheat. The reason we want to teach you how to cheat because we want to give you the codes. We want to give you the answers because they've been hidden from you for so long that you deserve them. You deserve to have your mind right, your spirit right, your finances right. You understand me? You deserve a better life. But that can only come with better decisions, better investments, and better opportunities. In the block world order, this is what we stand for. The right community, the right education, the right technology. Through this test of life, we'll give you the cheat codes to make sure that you pass. Come and join the Block World Order.